It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Siege from the Puma Podcast team. If you like listening to this show and others created by our team, you can help us keep making them through our Puma Patak tip jar. Our goal is to get 100 of you, our friends, to make a contribution and show your support for the journalism and storytelling that we do. We're happy to keep making shows that you can listen to for free, but making them isn't free, so we appreciate any support you send our way. All you need to do is to go to pumapodcast.com where you'll find a link to the Puma Patak tip jar. Hi, I'm Bella Perez Rubio, Puma Podcast, and you're listening to Teka Teka News. Balitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode, I think altogether it is a very full one and a half days, but it is a very uh, uh, pro- productive one and a half days. And I think everything that we intended to um, we intended to do, we were able to do, uh, despite the uh, very quick visit. We weigh in on the president's first state visit to China, where he was promised the moon and the stars. Will it change Filipinos' long-held distrust of the regional giant? President Marcos left for China on January 4, flanked by the usual cast of characters including his cousin, House Speaker Martin Romualdez. He was also accompanied by former President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo, his so-called secret weapon, who led several meetings throughout the trip. He returned with investment pledges worth around $22 billion. Some of these investments have already started their uh, construction, have already started the uh, uh, opening their offices, all of that. But there are other uh, areas na medyo bago-bago, kagaya ng uh, sa uh, processing ng minerals at saka sa battery production at saka sa electric vehicle production. Ito bago lahat ito. Kaya siguro kailangan natin pa ipakita sa kanila na mga Chinese, uh, potential Chinese investors na maganda mag-invest sa Pilipinas. Pero handa na- That's the president speaking to the media at the St. Regis Hotel in Beijing on January 5. Hours later, he would arrive back at the Villamore Air Base, touting a successful trip. I emphasize to President Xi how my administration intends to pursue an independent foreign policy, that we are more than willing to cooperate whenever possible in the pursuit of regional peace and our two countries' national interest. But even though he made China his first state visit outside of ASEAN, an analyst says our China policy under Marcos remains unclear. I haven't seen any coherent statement regarding our policy towards China, except for the fact that we're supposed to uphold the arbitration and that we're not going to surrender an inch of the, of the territories. That's Dr. Robin Michael Garcia, 
a Shanghai-educated political scientist. He's an international relations professor at the University of Asia in the Pacific, and he's the CEO of WR Numero Research, a polling and data analytics firm. He's skeptical of the president's use of terms like independent foreign policy. There's a spreading perception that just because you diversify your allies, that automatically that's independence. It's not. It doesn't mean that if you have 10 new allies, when 90% of everything that you do from trade to security is just with one country, then that's not independence, right? It doesn't matter if you have new allies, right? So I just hope that President Marcos does not make that mistake. Conceptual, theoretical, and empirical mistake, I think President Duterte made. But Garcia is seeing a shift from Duterte's submissiveness to China. I don't think uh, President Marcos is ultimately pro-China, which is, to me, a welcome development. Marcos is trying to redefine Philippine-China relations to something that's quite different from President Duterte. He's a little bit more cautious. He did launch a charm offensive towards the U.S., so trying to get more deals uh, from the U.S. side instead of China. Of course, the West Philippine Sea remains the most pressing issue between China and the Philippines. But Marcos is hopeful that a new agreement to streamline communications will ease tensions over maritime incidents. They also agreed to resume discussions on joint explorations in the West Philippine Sea. What we had decided was that we will resume because, uh, as, you, as you know, the, the, the negotiations over that were abandoned early last year. There was an impasse on uh, the law, but the opportunities are still there. It's very important. I, I made mention of it in our meetings that this is very important for the Philippines as we move from traditional sources of uh, power to more renewable power, uh, power sources. This was swiftly met with criticism back home from local fishers. Even Senator J.V. Ejercito, an ally of the president, raised his concerns over a possible deal. Well, as long as uh, it will be beneficial to both, Sorry, pero we have to be wary. China is uh, always uh, extending its hand to us. But it's definitely doing another thing. Para sa akin, they have to show sincerity first. I uh, find it very hard to trust the Chinese government. We'll pause here, but when we return, we try to get to the bottom of this long-standing distrust of China. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. While President Marcos was in China, Pulse Asia released the results of its latest foreign policy poll. The first question is that among the following, which entity should the Marcos administration work with to strengthen security cooperation to defend our national sovereignty in the West Philippine Sea? That's Dr. Ronald Holmes, Pulse Asia's president, 
speaking at a forum hosted by the Strat-based group last week. At the top of the heap, of course, is the United States. No? 84% of Filipinos felt that the Marcos administration should strengthen our cooperation in order to defend our sovereignty at, in the West Philippine Sea with the United States. Second is Japan at 52%, 52%, half, more than half of the Filipinos agree or think that our relations with Japan should expand in terms of security cooperation. But only 20% of the 1,200 Filipinos interviewed across the country last November said we should work with China as well. And the third set will be a list of five countries where you have about one to one out of four or one out of five Filipinos expressing the need for us to strengthen our security cooperations with Australia, Great Britain, South Korea, even China for this matter, and the European Union. This is consistent with a survey published by Pulse Asia last July, which found that Filipinos trust the U.S. the most and China the least. These findings from both Pulse Asia and the social weather stations were consistent, even under President Duterte, who pushed closer ties with China hard and openly insulted the U.S. I think so far, China has instrumental support from the Filipino people, meaning some people believe that their jobs might be generated because of businesses and investments that come in. But China does not have moral support, meaning, of course, the incursion of the South China Sea, the Pogo issue. Even if China is against the Pogo, actually, it was Duterte who was pro-Pogo, people still ascribe Pogos to China. And the reason why- That's foreign policy analyst Dr. Robin Garcia again. I think China has a problem with public diplomacy and the embassy of China in the Philippines is difficulty communicating to us. I think in countries that have democratic and more essentially different histories, a non-communist history, the approval and trust and support for, for China is quite low. But if public distrust of China is so high, why do we keep electing leaders who feel like they have to cozy up to Beijing? South China Sea is not an electoral issue. So it's not something that candidates will be punished for gravely. And we've seen this in many polls and many surveys, right? Um, that it that doesn't figure that high. That same Pulse Asia poll commissioned by the Strat-based group found that out of the 16 top concerns provided to Filipinos, upholding our sovereignty ranked second to the last. Understandably, more top of mind for Filipinos were controlling inflation, increasing workers' salary, creating more jobs, and reducing poverty. It is possible to put it on the agenda, but we have not seen a convincing and eloquent opposition you know, that will really put China on the map. Throughout his term, Duterte also made a big show of making China his favorite destination. In fact, he would visit an unprecedented five times. On his first trip there, Beijing pledged some $24 billion in investments, including big-ticket projects under the Belt and Road Initiative. But the truth is, many of these pledges have yet to see the light of day. Still, Dr. Garcia says there's reason for hope. I think we're going to the right direction. The right direction is independent foreign policy. Um, we've seen what's happening in Taiwan, in Ukraine, many other places. So we have to take this more seriously. That's something I haven't seen. 
So a comprehensive document, the convening of an expert group to think about foreign policy. But so far, in terms of the way we manage our allies, we're going back to uh, the United States, which is good. Um, so yeah, for all those all those reasons, I think so far we're doing okay. But I, you know, so much more to be done. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Bella Perez Rubio. This episode was produced by Trisha Aquino and edited by Mark Casillian. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or two. And don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. At para sa mga mahilig manood sa YouTube, Puma Podcast na rin po kami doon. Just search Puma Podcast and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening.